and welcome to the podcast. It's episode one and I can't wait to get stuck in. My name's Joseph Parsons and I'll be giving you your in-depth look at the world's sporting events. Um, But for this series, we are talking about the World Cup and we are bringing you a weekly World Cup series and we are starting with an episode with Andrew White and Raj Pujara. So you reckon England makes the final? Um, I don't know. I don't know who I'm backing. So I really think... backtrack there. I... <laughs> you <laughs> me into you are such a piece of work. <laughs> you are a piece of work. <laughs> I, I will back England. I think. Um, I think they could be a surprise. To and them. they beat Argentina. Uh, and yeah, well, you know what? I think. I think it's going to be a such sods law that the World Cup that nobody cares about and nobody has any enthusiasm for and nobody really <laughs> watches. That's one where we really do well. I, that's I so that true. Out. That yeah. is so true. Unfortunately, we had a power cut during the record, so I wanted to just capture some of the conversations we had at the start that we lost. So um, one of the things that we talked about, which was really interesting, was about the Qatar World Cup from an LGBTQ plus perspective. I'm a gay man myself, and Andrew is also part of the LGBTQ plus community. So we wanted to talk a little bit about how Qatar is making us feel. So here is an interview that I conducted after to the record with Andrew White. Thank you so much for joining me, um, Andrew. I just wanted to talk to you a bit about the Qatar World Cup before we get into the podcast proper, because um, mm. I, I, we we did record some some interesting discussion about it that we unfortunately lost. Um, yeah. I can't believe I'm asking this question ahead of a World Cup. Mm. Are you going to watch it? I still don't know. I I said I said um, when we we did our first chat that uh, I didn't know. It's been a few days. I still don't know. It's um, I'm very just not excited by it at all. And like, I think I I'm, I'm more of a club man anyway. I kind of get swept up by World Cup Euros fever when it comes around. And um, there is no fever. We are um, ironically in a post-COVID age, fever-free. There is <laughs> no no excitement. And I'm not even I'm not sure I'm bothered about watching it at all. Um, obviously, the human rights and the uh, LGBT treatment does factor into how I feel about it. I also think that factors into wider why there's no fever at the moment. Um, yeah, I don't know if I just I just don't think I care. I, uh... it's, it is a weird one, particularly the World Cup fever element. Mm-hmm. I, I just think media outlets are absolutely terrified to mention Qatar. I think mm-hmm. they, do, they don't want to mention it's 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 very much. And I suppose they can't really help it. There's no, it's, it's not them at blame here, because someone has to show it. I mean, the real blame is at FIFA's door, isn't it? It shouldn't be yeah. on anyone else to make a moral stance, really. And I know mm. that friends of mine are boycotting it and aren't watching it on moral stances. And I was a bit t- sort of torn in that regard because I wasn't sure whether I should not watch it because mm. I'm a gay man. But then it sort of felt a bit like Qatar was stealing the world cup from me mm-hmm. and and i feel it's one of my favorite sporting events the world cup so it just felt a bit like they were stealing so I, so on a point of principle i thought i'll go the other direction and watch it and do coverage on it yeah to sort of show uh, more to focus on the football side of things obviously to t- talk about the human rights issues but the football side of things how do you think sort of straight pundits are handling and also athletes are handling the World Cup in Qatar so far? Um, I mean, from an English point of view, um, not very well. I don't think they've, they've um, they're kind of, they don't know what to do. They're very, very kind of sort of panicked vibe. As you say, I think people are very scared to mention it. And I know like, oh, they, they flew out on a plane that's called the Rainbow. I'm like, what do you fucking do? Right? Who cares? Um, 
so I I don't know I feel like then I it's they're not activists they're footballers um and I don't know whether it should be on them to um, I don't know then they're, they're not doing a very good job of it at the moment they're kind of just scared and bumbling out excuses like Gary Neville on um have I got news for you being like oh well I can expose the stuff whilst I'm out there and that Ian is not very rightly says like well, you can't you know when you're there commentating you've got a job to do and you, you it would be really weird if you kept bringing up um human rights abuses in the middle of commentary and it wouldn't actually do that much good it would be you just get a lot of people sounding off about how annoyed they are about hearing about it they'd be angry more at lgbt activists than they are at guitar which is a very common thing that happens when any and it, when there's any, ever, ever sort of any um, inconvenient backlash about something everyone's more annoyed about the the correct cause um, I say correct I, I assume that we all think that is morally, morally correct but um, yeah the pe people get more annoyed about the cause than the actual um, problems that have caused the cause oh, yeah so I don't know they're, they're not handling it very well at the moment uh, I think that's uh, another reason why the fever is not there like nobody's able to build excitement because they're all kind of stumbling to make sure that they seem morally correct but also they don't know how to seem morally correct because they don't know what yeah it's all a mess it's just such a fucking mess that was the wonderful andrew white if you want to hear the full interview it'll be in your podcast streams and on youtube but now we get into the podcast and you join us talking about documentaries in sport and how we feel about them we are getting we're like f1 has improved its fan base through uh, drive to survive we've got all or nothing you really like this. I like All or Nothing. I like Sunderland Till I Die. I like mm. the Leeds United one. So you like this as well, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm a big fan. See, I, I watched one in Italian the other day. Oh, I watched the Feyenoord one on um, Disney Plus. Oh, I know. I got Disney, Disney Plus. Plus is yeah. doing football. Disney yeah, yeah. Plus's documentaries are. Um, what are they doing? Animating it. They've got. <laughs> no, they got all the National Geographic stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus, they're yeah. they're buying everything now. Aren't they? Oh yeah, it. definitely. They're Is the they... highest subscribing since Netflix put their prices up. Really? Mm. And there's me thinking. I, I've got Amazon Prime. I've got Netflix. I never use them. I, I I literally. I'm not a big. I don't like those documentaries. I think they over dramatize. But have sport. you ever watched one? Yeah, I oh, watched. Okay. I watched oh. the first two series of uh, Drive to Survive, and then I hated it because it turned it into this kind of soap opera. And I was like, that's not why I've grown up watching F1. I love f1 because it's it's a wonderful sport it has so much drama in it already i don't need to know the personalities you see yeah. enough of that in interviews what about like the fifa corruption documentary how does that f i think corruption stuff is different because it's mm. more about like a, a subject okay. whereas it's not like the behind the scenes -y vibe yeah. which i struggle with it, same with the man city one i watched a few episodes of that however much you sort of want to see more of the characters i still think oh, it just doesn't feel like it's born out of reality for me it feels like it's it's slightly glamorized yeah, I think yeah. it just humanizes some people, though, isn't it? That's what mm. I think I like about it. It's like these people that you, you just see kicking a ball, you get get a little insight of what they're really like, you know? Yeah, it's edited. I mean, like I was saying, Mendy looks great in the Man City one, but... Yeah, he turned yeah. out great. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what about historic stuff? Uh, historic stuff I'm all right with, I'm, but I'm not a big history buff anyway. I'm going to be honest, that's more just on me having a poor grasp of watching things that's based in the past. I sort of... I like things in full colour. I'm, okay. I'm an HD boy. I mean, like, not even that. Like, there's a documentary on the Bournemouth 
um, relegation survival with Eddie Howe. Minus that's like two thousand nine. Oh, what that now that is a brilliant football manager story that yeah. just happened in real life. The Eddie Howe saving a team from like bust at League Two level mm-hmm. and just constant back to back promotions to get into the Premier League. You're a Bournemouth fan. I am. Yes. Uh, we should talk about our teams actually because you're a. Take a guess. You could probably I, guess from my accent. I thought it was in my mind West Ham or. I was going to go Tottenham. Nah, Liverpool. that does make sense actually yeah fair fair that's a great line um so you're a Bournemouth fan I've I've got to say when Scott Parker got sacked did you envisage the run you've now just been on um no I did think things would improve clear people didn't really want to play for him it was a bit of a uh, a rotten attitude in in the camp but um yeah I didn't expect us to be so good but then we did have quite a bad run as well so it's evened out generally yeah but they're still for me i've, I've been so surprised i thought they were doomed this year i i've i've never rated scott parker but i no. never thought they would be even slightly mixing it with any team if yeah i thought they were doomed so i, I think I've the been... worry this year is probably everton west ham isn't it yeah, yeah. west ham have just they've not picked like leicester have sort of west sort ham of have been better west ham have been faking it for two years their squad is only Declan Rice. Do you think Moyes has done well then to, to get what he's got out of that team? Or do you yeah, think he's but just now they're lucky? like, they're done. I think they're... The, they're going to stick they're, by Moyes though. I th- feel like they oh, kind yeah, of they, have to. I don't think they'll sack him. I think Frank's gone. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, Frank's, Frank's gone. gone. If, uh, by yeah. the way, when by the, the time players, this goes out... When the players are throwing their shirt out to the crowd... And they're getting thrown back. I they're saw that happen live. Back. <laughs> was, yeah, they were absolutely fuming. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Well, I'm a Who Bristol beat, City fan, Was it so. Bournemouth that beat them? Yeah, yeah, I was there twice. at the game twice. twice. So we beat them four-one in the cup on the Tuesday, and then three-nil on the Saturday in the league. Oh. And um, the first on the Tuesday, all the players got jip on Twitter for not going and thanking the fans. Then they all go and thank the fans and get their shirts thrown back at them. And Frank Lampard literally has to be like held back by like security as he's trying to like you know bay the fans yeah they were really not happy just another average season at Everton really isn't yeah. it now I'm kind of used to that now is it when it when has it been settled there I can't the Moyes well, era it yeah. feels like yeah. the Moyes, Moyes era was Moyes did 11 up. years there didn't he and, yeah. and they were sort of mid-table teams of like they, they tough were tough to play against mm-hmm. but I mean they were ever gonna break records or go to the Champions League or anything like that but they were doing all right now they're like might be in the championship and they've got this new stadium mm. um but i think it's the squad i don't even think it's frank lampard i think he's not the worst manager but the squad is i actually don't think he's done too bad a job he sort of rescued them from relegation last year and he's sort of kept them out of that sort of battle to yeah. an extent this year and now that they're obviously sinking and everyone's now going oh everton are going it won't be mm-hmm. probably the only player that you can go Oh yeah, he's great. Like most improved, and he's the one that got his shirt thrown back at him. Yeah, Everton fans like, do not like him. They've, they, he's they the most improved him. player in that squad. Because mm-hmm. uh, other than that, it's like uh, someone who a Brighton reject, a Burnley that got relegated reject. That's the players they bought. They didn't thought, go out and see. I looked at their transfer market. I thought they did quite well. I thought there was some cr- some shrewd sort of um, some bargains there. But I, I I genuinely think no Bono one. Cody was a good buy. Yeah. yeah, that that was the sort of the, what, where I was aiming at. I thought I think he's so good, and you'd think that defense would be a lot more organised with him in it. But uh, apparently, nope. shouting is not all you need. No, yeah. um, need, a, need a team around you as well. <laughs> I would talk about Bristol City, but it's been a bit of a tough run. So I'm going <laughs> to sort of move swiftly on um, to talk about the World Cup because I, I want to sort of talk about so the opening just, game. We're, we're not all... talking about the 9 0. We're not talking about that. What, the 9 0? Oh, no, no, we'll yeah. Versus, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. We're forgot about that. Yeah. No, I've been let go. I've been let go. 
But I mean, Liverpool have had a great season. <laughs> Isn't it nice for you guys to be back to where you were? Uh, <laughs> you had a couple of seasons off, um, but now back to back the, to shite. Yeah, back. <laughs> back to well, not shite. I just think that this is where they sort of were. They were always sort of like touching the top four. I think the Prem finishes. Yeah, and I'm going to regret saying this on tape. City, mm-hmm. Arsenal, Liverpool, Newcastle. Really? Top four. See, I think. I think Arsenal's going to go all the way. I think Arsenal are going to do mm-hmm. it. I, ah. think, I agree with the top four, but I think Arsenal over City. See, mm-hmm. I'm, mate, the, the gays combine. Uh, you're outnumbered <laughs> for once. Uh, I, I genuinely think they're going to do it because Man City have stumbled more than I thought they would this year. And again, Brentford have been it's really squad, poor form. It's the squad was... depth that will cost Arsenal. You reckon, especially it? after the World Cup, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a good point. Whereas City... Got two. Did you did you hear what happened today? We're at Harland. Yeah. yeah. How <laughs> funny is that? Sorry, I I haven't heard this uh, update. Me and the oh, listeners. so you don't watch reality TV? No, <laughs> that's what it was on. Was it? No, no, I'm joking. Right, Who? What team was it? Uh, Ashton Burton or something. Ashton Burton, like that. something. Yeah. yeah, they're like North Some... Prem or something, mm-hmm. right? So there's the World Cup's going on. Harland's not going, so they've put an official request in to loan Harland for the month of the World Cup I to love play for that. Ashton, whatever. I don't mm. even know who it is, but is it Kirsten? Kirst? Is it Kirsten Ashton? Kirsten? I, they're no, in Manchester. The day, I don't know. Oh, yeah. They're in Manchester though. Okay, and they're, 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 <laughs> they just asked for him on loan, which I think is That's so brilliant. I think they should do That's it. Just, I, you they would, do wouldn't it. you? If you were Haaland, you would. But also, you would no, get kick the shit yeah, out of gonna, him. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna yeah, they're going to clatter him. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's a lot of kicking in the, in the you shit. You just need one Man United fan in that team, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're done for. And he's the, or an Arsenal fan, just mm-hmm. like end his, end his career, like his well, he's, Roy Keane, like his, he did to his dad. He's incredible, isn't he? Like, Haaland is like Some, immaculate. He's a beast. So Absolute good. beast. And, and Nunez is not bad. It's just that Haaland's so much better. Wouldn't you love it if you just thought, do you know what? I, I, my, my dad played for Man United, Man City, sorry. Could I be English? Could he be English? Could we try and claim him if he's not going to get into the World Cup for the next couple of years with Norway? Could we just try and sort of get him? How? How would we do Is that? Is he not already capped? Yeah, I don't capped. know. I was he's just capped. hoping that, I mean, he was born here. Could, mm. we, um, could we just, you know, pop that? Does oh, that count? It, it, can you not like just go back on caps? What happened with... No, um, no, no it's only if you played... Declan Rice played for Ireland, though, didn't he? Yeah, oh. but if it's a senior cap, you can't yeah. change. Oh. Hence why Lamptey, Tarek Lamptey's just gone to play for Ghana. Yeah. Even That's though he played shout. for England, but he was uncapped as a senior. Yeah, he's he's a very good player. They're very tenuous with it, like, but as long, once you've committed, you've committed. Because um, Qatar really, like... Like since the early two thousands, they've been like shipping in other like internationals and like uh, I don't even know what the word is. Pat- not patronizing, uh, pa- patronize, pa- patronizing. No. Yeah, making them making up. them Qatari, exactly. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the Qatar squad are have been shipped in, and they've built the youth development and put in the money that way. Yeah. So that was really nicely drawn back into the World Cup there because Qatar is our first game. Are we excited? Iran. No, it's in like Qatar's the first game of the World Cup. So oh, best oh no, our oh, first okay. game is 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 Iran. Which uh, Ecuador, Qatar. I'm, I'm going to yeah. miss that one. I think. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have to watch it because I'm doing this podcast every every week. Every it will be out every week. Hmm. Bit of plugging mid mid podcast. I mean, I can't imagine that's going to get a huge amount of views. No, I can't. I will miss the wall charts actually. As much if I do dip in, I won't do, bother with the wall chart. I used to love a good wall chart. The wall chart was part of the World Cup for me. Yeah, it was in. Mm. It was get it from and the, the paper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Panini stickers in the wall chart. I think you should do one this year. 
And at the end of every episode, you open a sticker pack. I've got, I, I've, I've got an off on. <laughs> nah, just. <laughs> I think you should do that. I think that should be a thing you do. Okay. <laughs> well, fine. <laughs> One thing I am going to do is ask you who your tips for the World Cup are, because I'm going to sort of make sure I ask all the guests who they think are going to win the World Cup before the World Cup starts. Have you got any hot tips early on? I think Argentina's going to. You win. think Ar- yeah. the RGs? I think that's a good, good shout. Um, yeah, I don't really know where else to go. I was thinking Argentina too. I think Portugal will go pretty far. And I think oh, Belgium do, don't they? and France. I think that's the four in the semi-final. I think Portugal mm. will get to the final and score three goals. That will be the sort of way Portugal the final. get in. Yeah, that's, that's, they're so negative, but they somehow do it, don't they? Is that possible, that four? I, I don't know. Yeah. I've just said that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, mean, I think it's a very good four. If it's yeah. possible, I'd back that. Yeah. Um, I've got the groups here, but I don't know how, the, how they how branch they out. out um, yeah. So I, I, one one ga- one team I would really put in this is the Netherlands. They've had a very good... They, they've seemed to have picked up form. They've sort of been nowhere for a few years. They've seemed to be playing at a good level now. I, I wouldn't rule the Netherlands out for a good run this year. First World Cup for Van Dijk as well. He's yeah. never played in a World Cup for Netherlands. Is he not? No. Is Ake in the Netherlands squad? I believe so. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. It's just all I follow is Bournemouth players. Yes. They end up. He's not a Bournemouth player anymore. Right. Let him go. <laughs> <laughs> he, and he's sometimes a Man City player now. Yes, yeah. yeah which is which is more than he was last season. My, my main memory of his Bournemouth contribution was our 4-3 win over you, which um, is very long. I remember very that. very to go back. Um, no, I remember it too. Yeah. yeah I remember. But, um, having, having recently lost 9-0, we've got to cling to something. <laughs> So I'm going to go through the groups. Um, mm-hmm. So Group A, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal and Netherlands. I mean, you're looking at Netherlands and Senegal there and maybe Ecuador as an outlier. No. But I, I mean... Basically just not Qatar. Just yeah. not Qatar. I, yeah. I do think Senegal are pretty looking pretty strong as well. They seem to be yeah, the, Senegal, the best of the African... What, what year was it? Probably 98? I can't remember now. I should have probably When, done when Senegal this. and uh, what was his name? Diouf. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, Diouf. that year where it was all about Senegal... That first game where they like think it came back from behind, and uh, that's that. I've always think Senegal was a threat. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, that's an easy game. Not that. England, Iran, USA, and Wales. Oh, that's a that's. I think England's through. Yeah. And then it's between USA and Wales, and I think USA are good. I'm going USA. Okay, I'll, I'll go Wales. For I, think it's gonna, I think it's going to be England and Wales. I, I, I think USA haven't got a huge... They've got Wales some good just players. make it. Didn't they just, just make it? Yeah, they did, but you know what they're like. They've got a very patriotic fan base. I feel like they're, is their Iran, fan is an extra player. Is Iran even going to be able to... They're definitely going, are they? I thought with all, with all the stuff going on there, they might get kicked out of it. Um, well, if they're going to get kicked out of the, the Qatar World Cup, that's a bit rich, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> fair, the fair. human rights. If they get knocked out of a human, for a human rights abuses, yeah. at the Qatar World Cup, that is so that is rich. Something, that is something. Um, Just spotted Saudi Arabia's in the next group as well. We're absolutely yeah. smashing this. We are. I mean, and I'm going to be honest, um, we've got Argentina and Group C. We've got Argentina, Poland, uh, Mexico and Saudi Arabia. There's actually that's that's quite a, a tough tricky group, group mm, that, yeah. for Saudi Arabia. That's they're, they're oh, not Saudi Arabia's <laughs> bottom. <laughs> yeah. They're gone. And then I think it's between Mexico and what was Poland. the third? Poland. Poland, yeah. yeah. Mm. I think Poland's not what they used to be. No. Yeah. yeah. Have they still got the uh, top man up top? Lewandowski. Don't think they do, do they? No idea. I don't know. So, because um, I don't think they're going to be as good as as uh, what they used to be. They've not really been like what they they're, used to be. No, but I'm, they're just, they're, they're big players. So when you put them up against your Mexicans, they, 
You know yeah, what I mean? I've, again, I've not really seen much about what what sort of the South American teams be doing. We haven't really heard much about them, but I I, I would I still bet. Do you know what? I think Poland could do that. I think they could scrape through. Argentina and Poland for me in that one. Really? Yeah, I think they could scrape through. Going Poland Argentina, are Mexico. Tricky side. Okay. Their goalkeeper is amazing. He only plays every four years, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I am looking forward to the standout keeper of the tournament. I feel that's, like that's always fun, always, yeah. yeah. Was, Often it's an African keeper, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah, it's always someone that, Ameri- or, yeah. Yeah. Who's the Mexican keeper? O- o- is it Os- Ospina? No, no, that's no, another that's guy. That's the Arsenal guy, isn't it? Yeah. It begins with O, though. Yes, yeah. He had absolutely just... a. His, reel of amazing his, his reels are crazy does just, anyone remember Valderrama just, it's not a goalkeeper just, it just reminds me of the big hair of Valderrama in a the Camero- uh, uh, I think it's Colombian. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, the one that did the, the scorpion these, kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was always these people that just sort of pop out of nowhere in like the world stage, and you're like, I now will remember them for no. Yeah. I, mm. I don't remember where they play position wise, but that name will just stick in my head. No, well, that, that goal would have never counted anyway. That's that's the upsetting bit about that scorpion kick. Yeah, is it wasn't a real save. Was the um, is it Chevrolet or something used to be play be the 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 um the free kick taker for Paraguay? Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Was it Chevrolet or the something car, like that? The car it, brand Chevrolet. It, it was. It was sort of something like that. I remember it being yeah. like. There, a, well, there was another team where he was. The, someone was a pen taker as well. Yeah. I love it when goalkeepers do weird mm. things. Like they're like the free kick taker. I think that's great. There needs to be more free kick takers that are goalkeepers. Yeah, I don't see why they got all the power in the legs, don't they? they just yeah. Have to work on accuracy. Yeah. Like we need to work on accuracy on this podcast. I mean, we've got so much wrong <laughs> really? so far. Yeah. But you're here. Everything. But you're here for the entertainment, not mm, for the mm, knowledge. Chevrolet. There are others you can listen to the Athletic or something like that if you want <laughs> yeah. proper knowledge. Uh, they come out of nowhere the last few years, didn't they? Well, it's, it's sort of like an American thing. In fact, um, I will be interviewing Adam Crafton of the Athletic in on this podcast. That'll be out soon. So a little plug for that. Um, just if you, just because I probably haven't said this already. This podcast is going to have interviews with journalists. It's going to have um, interviews with athletes. I've got some of those lined up. And obviously, comedian analysis, which is what this technically is. So there we go. I tick all those boxes. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, it's the athletic is just it's a wonderful resource for sport, I think. I refuse to pay for it. I, um, I sort of. I, I paid like the one pound jobby and it's mm-hmm. just I, I've never sort of renewed it it just happens I think I now pay five pound a month just through laziness yeah I get lazy tax I call uh, it that. yeah I pay for loads of stuff like that right I'm going to r- rattle through these because we've got group D now uh, France Denmark Tunisia and Australia uh, out, out of spite for not picking Philip Billing I hope Denmark don't go through because I think that's a ridiculous decision. Oh, he's been really good this year. Exactly. He's got a hell of a shot on him. He's one of the only, like, of the Denmark midfielders being that's been selected. He's one of the few that's actually playing regular football and assisting and scoring and, like, showing some form. And um, he's a bit lanky and the ball gets away from him a lot. But um, he's not got the greatest touch. But he, no, but, no. But yeah, God, he can hit. He yeah. can hit that so hard. And it's very I don't know why you don't want him in the squad. So um, I, I hope it's France and Australia. Oh, Australia. I don't even be... know any Australian players anymore, you know. I only knew Cahill. Yeah. He's not there anymore. Yeah. I can't tell you an Australian player. Probably still playing. <laughs> he had a long career. Um, um, no, I'd probably go Denmark and... What was the first team? France. 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 Yeah, I think France. I th- France is a challenge. I think Tunisia might be a bit of a bit of a banana skin, but I think yeah. it's going to be for England. I think maybe. it's going to be France and De- yeah, no, uh, fair play. France, France would... and Denmark. I think we're agreed on that one. 
Um, group E, Spain, Japan, Germany, and Costa Rica, if I've read the flag correctly. I've done this all based on flag knowledge. So, yeah. Have you actually? Yeah, so but I, but I, this is written I, down somewhere. Which, which flag do you I use? Just, I just saw a, a thing as well. I, got, got the, the I, got, I, got a, I have got a chart somewhere that I oh, saved. We can get all the way to the final, baby. Um, and in fact, I might what, what, is so have you found a resource that is exclusively flag-based? I was doing this, I was doing this whilst I on a meeting. Uh, and right. so I was trying to do this like sort of subtly whilst no one was understanding that I was not this paying attention. So, so I sort of did this very quickly. It was probably easier to just Google it's, it's crap. the name <laughs> than it was to look at the flags. <laughs> I, love, I love a good flag and I love a good flag I mean, quiz. I, but yeah, this but is I, really, I, bet, I bet he's mixed up Switzerland and Poland though, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Switzerland and Poland don't have the same flag. They've got the same colours. Same colours, but I mean the Swiss flag's square yeah, Swiss for a starter. Is, is pretty obvious. I'm a bit geeky when it comes to flags. Anyway, so probably those teams. Uh, <laughs> so what would we think? I, I mean, I, I, you'd be hard pushed to say, say not Spain and Germany in that group, yeah, surely. Hundred um, percent. Group F: Belgium, Croatia, Canada, and Morocco. Now, Canada are a bit of a sort of. There's a bit of buzz around Canada this year. They, they've mm. actually got quite a good team. Genuinely, no one would expect that. They are actually looking quite good. And yet, Junior Hoyler is he Canadian? Is he in the squad? Oh, I'd love it if he was. Yeah, he's, he's one of those kind of players, isn't he? Probably plays in the MLS and sort of. Mm. Still tearing it up, but um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, Belgium and Croatia in that group. Does, you, does the other Canadian going in uh, in the Prem? Used to be Pesce Shalot. Isn't um, Shalotto the, the goalkeeper? Al, Al, Alfonso. Oh, Davis, Davis is Canadian. Yeah, Alfonso Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, Canadian. He's Canadian. Um, but uh, just going back to USA, there's the the Leeds player as well, isn't there? That uh, midfield player, uh, but Aronson, Brandon That's Aronson. It, yeah. yeah, he's. I bought him on Football Manager. Yeah, I, I remember, he played for Leeds. I remember I loaning him. him on FIFA once. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing how how like it's, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, there's a player called um, Hopper or Hop. Um, oh, do you see? He is so. <laughs> he got on the train. Do you see this? No, he's playing Uno fans with the Middlesbrough uh, player fans. Uno. He was playing Uno on the train with the Middlesbrough fans because Middlesbrough went back to Middlesbrough and he was going the train down to King's Cross because he was flying out to meet the US squad and his family and stuff. So he ended up just on a regular train. And there's a picture of him just playing Uno with Middlesbrough fans. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, he'll probably be in the US team. I think he's a mm. he's he's a sort of. But uh, that's the only Canadian I know. I don't know any other. Canadian. Yeah, uh, well, mm. Junior Hoyle, who's he playing for now? He, I don't know. I, I used to be QPR, yeah. but I have no idea now. Wasn't he? I, I seem to remember, I might be getting this wrong. He, he might Blackburn be, yeah. he played for, didn't he? Or he did, it, yeah. yeah. I think that was that a loney from Arsenal? Could have been. Could have been. Yeah. Who knows? I, I think he might be. I'm, I'm loving it. I think I'm he loving might this. be in the MLS now, you know. Junior Hoyle is 32 years old now. He's always oh, at Reading. Oh, that's a lot of people are seemingly retiring there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. well, we had Jan Comigan and Brett Pittman both go and see out their careers. Jan Comigan, he used yeah. to went play for Charlton as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Charlton, then he kind of had a big spell at Bournemouth, and that was kind of the end of his. See, this is where we really bond because this is all very Championship, League One heavy content. Yeah. This, whereas you're just you won't ever understand that. I won't. My, it's um, a great league though, but I won't <laughs> understand it. My nan's big. Bournemouth fan as well, which has been since the 50s and stuff. And um, we got a shirt once, and it was number 18, Jan Kermigant, but we got Nan Kermigan on the back. <laughs> that is superb. <laughs> That's superb <laughs> wordplay. Thank you. Thank um, you. Well, this is good. I have actually got Google up now, so we can sort of Google. Sweet. Um, but not, not that I don't have any faith in my, uh, in my uh, sort of research pre- Your flag reading. Class, but, uh, you know, if this is all right, I've done pretty well. You have done pretty well. Um, G, Group G. Hoyler is in the squad. Um, he is in the squad. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he scored um, scored in a four 0 uh, 
the win against Jamaica oh. in the qualifications. Don't mind me, I've just got incredible cramp in cramp. my left leg. Oh, uh, oh, do you want to do that thing where they lift your leg? No, it's fine, yeah, I'm going to style it out. <laughs> this is what a professional would do if they're mm. presenting on the BBC. Yes. Which this would have been on. Uh, <laughs> if they'd just gone with it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Group G, to, to, if, if you do still want it, uh, I'm open to offers. Uh, Group G, uh, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland and Cameroon. Well, it's Serbia and Switzerland uh, to lose, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Brazil have got... They're, they're, they're always worrying, aren't they, at World Cup? World Cups are sort of built for Brazil, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I, I don't know. Switzerland are kind of nothingy now, aren't they? They've sort of just sort of disappeared dissipated it's sort of belgiumed they've sort of belgiumed haven't they they've faded mm. yeah well but do you think belgium's faded yeah they had them they had their chance didn't they to like number, to like win the euros and number one in the did. world still are they still number one in the world really still number one in the world best team in the world <laughs> the amount of research <laughs> that we have not done for that well, i have not done for this the number one in the world well there we go <laughs> do you know what? i'm actually starting to back belgium this uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, I think we've sort of decided Brazil are through and uh, Serbia, Cameroon, Switzerland. That's a that's a bit of anyone. That could be it? either. Yeah. Of them, yeah. I mean, it's, that could either be a very exciting or a very boring group. Cameroon are quite a sort of uh, defensive team, aren't they? From the African Cup of Nations, I remember them being sort of they got through quite far, but it was very negative football. Yeah. Sort of quite sort of. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what, what they do. I'd love to see some African nations do quite. I think well. some mm. of those games will be cracking, but no one will really give them a chance, and they'll just watch the highlights. But yeah. I think they're going to be. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to commit. Because um, on a point of principle, well, I'm going to commit quite high, well, depending on life commitments. I mean, I'm commentating on the last England game at the Bill Murray. <laughs> at the Bill Murray. What, what do you mean yeah. the last? The so last the, of the group. It, so the last one, but I'm doing like a live show for the England Wales game at the Bill Murray, where Amazing. I'm sort of doing like I, I assume sort of commentary on it. Um, yeah, it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun day. And it's do come being to that. streamed out, is it? It's it's being played at the Bill Murray. Yeah, uh, and it's going to be great if you yes. want to come down, people. I am. I, I feel like it's cursed to watch um, football in the comedy venues because I saw the Euros final at Twenty One Soho last year. Oh, really? And that was yeah, it was a bad atmosphere. I've never seen one in a well, comedy venue. I went I'm to excited. a pub, yeah. Oh no, I have. I've done once at the Bill Murray, and I think we we won. So, oh uh, well, no? I I had a lot of people uh, buy me dinner oh, you after the Euros because I used to put all my bets on my Instagram story. You did, and I put Luke Shaw to score first. He's never scored for England. And so a couple people on the Instagram followed it. And he was something like 65 to 1. And this guy put 10 quid on. He got £650 back for that goal. Wow. Now, I didn't back my own bet. What I did was I said Luke Shaw to score first and England to win 2-1. So I put my odds up. But I didn't put just Luke Shaw to score. But everyone else did because they misread it. And so loads of people made money off my bet. But... So I'm going to do the same for this World Cup. I'm going to put my put my bets out. And we should just follow the first half of it. Yeah, just do half the bet. Okay. I think we've right. just started a new segment. <laughs> football heartbreak. Oh, that's really that was. Pointed. But I'm not a big bet. I put like 50p in a pound here and there. I'm not I'm not a big, big I'm, I'm always like an accumulator, like a one pound accumulator. And I always do like a really outrageous And you one. never bet on the early kickoff? Uh, never bet. Always the three o'clockers. And then it means that Jeff Stelling, when he's talking you through the results, it becomes more exciting, even though I love that anyway. I will live and die by Gillette Soccer Saturday. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. It is my Saturday tradition. But I did a. I once did a huge bet, a huge accumulator. It was going to be a grand in. All of the results were going my way. The one result that didn't go my way was the Bristol Rovers result. Your team. 
who I hate because I'm a Bristol City fan. Get get out. Get get out. (laughs) Same shit, innit? I I don't don't know why I invited him on. (laughs) Absolute disgrace. Anyway, Group H. They both wear red, right? Group H. One wears red. I don't care for red. you anymore. <laughs> I just want this to be yeah. over. We've got five, ten minutes. So just shut up and let's just get through this and pretend to like each other. For God's sake. Group H. Uh, Portugal, Uruguay, Ghana, and South Korea. Yeah, Portugal. and I'd love it to be South Korea. Yeah, it'd be nice. I think it would be so- just for some. I love him so much. I Hopefully his face recovers by then, but... Um... What's wrong with he's got, he's got he's got a fractured um, eye socket at the moment, I think. Oh, so he's, he is is on the plane, um, but yeah, he he might not not make the first game. Oh, um, which would be such a shame because he is the he's the world's most loved footballer, isn't he? Who is it? Portugal, yeah. South Korea. Who are the other? Two? Uh, sorry, Uruguay and Ghana. I think Uruguay Ghana. could be a good. You think Ghana? Is- this is quite a good group. I, I'm it actually is a good group H. Because now you Port- said Uruguay, and I was like, oh shit, Uruguay. Oh, Nunes. Yeah, Portugal could easily fluff this group. No, I think I genuinely I think, think Portugal they could go to the final. Really, this is interesting. So, who would you, this is a good question? Who would your finalists be? Argentina, Portugal. Mm. You? Um, I'd go. I'd agree. Argentina. I think say England. Yeah, I'm going. I will back what? England actually. <laughs> no, you did something. I'm like, don't, don't bully him into into being patriotic. Don't bully him into the fake. <laughs> The belief that we might actually get through to another final. England can't win. We haven't got a defence. As an Indian man, this is where I want England to lose because of what they did to us in the cricket. So So, so do you sort of switch sides depending on what the sport is in terms of, are you going to be supporting England? Yeah, we don't have an Indian. I'm sure you do have a football team. Yep. Not in the World Cup. Not in the World Cup. (laughs) I don't think they're in the top thousand teams in the world. It's quite. Uh, They've got a really good kit though. Yeah, I might buy it. It's quite not quite a good looking kit. Nice. Um, Some of the smaller nations always do. Like you always see like San Marino or someone, and you go, yeah. "That's a good kit." Like, uh, but if it's cricket, it depends who's playing. To be honest, like if it's the final and England's there and India's not, I'm. Are you into the cricket? No. Okay. But twenty twenty, I can Just watch. Patriotism. Just patriotism. Twenty twenty, I can watch because quick. But you couldn't get me to sit down for five days to watch a game. I what is? I don't understand it. I don't get why it goes on for five days. It's, See, I was listening to um, what's an innings. They, they sort of created this to sort of get a new audience into cricket, hoping that they would then go and see some of the longer form cricket games and cricket cricket matches. Um, and it sort of hasn't really. They, yeah. they, people love it, and then it's obviously got shorter with the hundred, and then what, maybe there's going to be a fifty or twenty. IPL I don't know. Well. Uh, it's it's amazing how quick they've made the sport. But um, I, it's got me into it. I was a bit of a late adopter to cricket. Um, same with golf. Like I've got into those sports as I've got older. And I don't think they're necessarily older person sports. I just don't think they were marketed to me when I was. Yeah, young. they weren't, were they? Now, they're, 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 or they were, or they were rich people sports. And so wherever you grew up, you may not have had access to it. So we had a golf course, but like it, yeah, well, it's so school. elitist. No, God, no. <laughs> I, I went to quite. A, so I went. I'm from Somerset, so we we have like four schools, and all of them are like secondary, sort of your traditional sort of um, comp schools, and it's always very mixed. So I, I really, I'm sort of just came from a very sort of humble background but we had one golf course in Welbury and it was always quite elitist like there is an elitist vibe going there I I never liked that sort of thing with squash and tennis and any of that there was always sort of like a sort of tennis is another sport that struggles with a bit of elitism tennis I always forget the 
rules till I watch Wimbledon for about four hours, and I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I won't get you on Got for the again. for the Australian Open then. And uh, nah, don't waste your time. <laughs> do you do you uh, watch any other sports? Um, not really. I've I, I follow. I sponsor a, uh, a motor racing car actually. Do you? Uh, I do. Yes. Um, you, sp- you sponsor a motor racing car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the Mazda. Um, uh, uh, ZX Championship, whatever it is, I should. I'm considering I'm putting money into. It's, it, I probably should know. You um, should know, yeah. But my friend Luke races. Um, and what's his uh, name? Full name. Luke Pullum. Luke, Luke Pullum. Pullum. Um, the season's ended now. I don't know where, whether he'll go back into that Mazda. Um, he's certainly going to be looking for a seat somewhere. But um, yeah, so I, I I follow him a little bit and um, and F1. But um, and my dad used to. Is he LGBT? He is. Yes. I've, yeah, I've, have you heard of this I've heard one, yeah. it, but I'm, I'm big on my motorsport. I watch all it's of the yeah, junior so formulas. He just went up for the Racing Pride. Yeah, because um, I know Richard Morris, who is the guy who runs Racing Pride. No and, way. So, yeah. I, so I've, I met him a long time ago. We were going to try and do something, and mm-hmm. uh, my profile wasn't big enough for us to do something like big. So one day we'll do something. I'll definitely get him on this, because Richard's such an interesting guy. And, and, um, and the Racing Pride movement's amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, know, I've, I follow what he does, and he's just done a, an LGBT program, hasn't he? Where he's yeah. got people to sort of drive in Santa Fort, I think it was where they did it, and it mm-hmm. was, it was pretty and impressive. And one of them won a, a seat in the, the the race, and yeah, my family Luke was one of them. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. Was that like round the track? They go round the track, or yeah, yeah, like rally stuff. No, no, it's, no, it's, it's all it's, track. This is, this is track like, race. F one sort of format, but with uh, different cars. Oh, like yeah. standard cars. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, yeah. Often but, these things will sort of link with the British touring cars. Is the biggest um, sort of day racing we have in Britain is the British touring cars. So there will be a lot of people on that on the Tocker package. So it's run by Tocker, right, right. And there'll be like F four, which is where like George Russell, Lando Norris, all of those guys start Started, there. Yeah. And they often you'll see people from different all around. I knew the world. that from the, and from and the it, documentary show. Really? Yes, yeah, I wouldn't have known that. Well, yeah. I I know that from following the sport. Oh, such a hater. That was you sassy, really, isn't it? That was, that was proper sassy. sassy. So you reckon England makes the final? Um, I don't know. I don't know who I'm backing. So I really think... backtrack there. I didn't... <laughs> you are <laughs> such a piece of work. You are a piece of work. <laughs> I, I will back England. I think um, I think they could be a, a surprise. And one. they beat Argentina. Uh, and yeah, well, you know what? I think I think it's going to be it's such sod's law that the World Cup that nobody cares about and nobody has any enthusiasm for and nobody really <laughs> watches. That's one where we really do well. I, that's I so think that true. Out. That yeah. is so true. So um, you have England winning the World Cup. Yeah, England to win the World Cup. Fair. I'm it's just bold. looking through this list now. I, I'm I'm backing the Netherlands to get through to the final. I think it's going to be the Netherlands and <sighs> Brazil. We need to I don't know, know if that's that a possibility. But yeah, if that yeah, works, yeah. it'll be those two. Be a good final, that. I'd watch that. Actually, hang on. I'll so watch everything, though, be, to be fair. Um, but. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, that may, might not actually be viable. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. But well, either way... Um, isn't, isn't everything viable? Don't they get split either side of the tree, like the top of the group, second of the group? Yeah, actually, that's a good up. point. Who knows? Either way, if that happens, either way, I think we know that our sort of dark horses are going to be... Um, well, I, I think the Netherlands are going to be a dark horse that will get through to the final. You're sort of feeling for some reason Portugal will. That, yes. that's, that yeah. I think that's is a bit of a punt course, yeah. based on sort of form. Maybe it's and... my desire to see Ronaldo and Messi in a World Cup final against each other. Uh, but Ronaldo's such a twat. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's still probably so Messi, last be. World Cups for yeah. them, isn't it? So, Yeah, true. That'll be good, actually. And be Portugal's squad is, is tasty, man. It is, but it's the manager. 
Yeah. It makes it so not tasty. Who's the managing Portugal at the moment? I, I don't know. The, 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 I can't remember the name of the guy from the top of my head. Let's Google him. But um, every single time Portugal have played anything... Okay, my keyboard's not working, so... I'll get it on my phone. That's good. That's, my, my laptop's broken. We've had tech it's issues. It's new. It's relatively new. That's a that's not not helpful. <laughs> Fernando Santos. Fernando Santos. So yeah, Fernando Santos. As I was saying, are you just going to cut that in like I didn't Google it? <laughs> that, you, the way you. <laughs> if you could edit out where he says England wins the World Cup as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. So Fernando Santos, as I was saying. Uh, yeah, I am going to edit that in. Uh, no, he, he's I, I just every single time. The, the, they are just so set up negatively. They play such a defensive. They just lock the but players if it out. If it works, it does it's seem boring. To work. It's boring. They bored, the, bored the life out of me for a so is Tottenham and Tottenham boring. Yeah, but if it gets the results, they're higher than Liverpool. I can't say anything to them, can I? But it's boring. I couldn't watch it. Really? Yeah, it's boring for. I could watch any sport, even if it bores me. Yeah, sorry, I will watch I, it. I, I, it's I not just, like I'm not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm just there. I, I watch just... every kickoff. I watch every game. If you come to my house, it's the sports channels all day. Oh, this is why we should that's live together. All, all that. That's all you'll see. If, if no one's in the room, the telly's still on with sports on it. Yeah, I have to. Like, if, it's, if it's not sport, it's Sky Sports, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I'm always. But we've got like sport. superstitions where if we change the channel, there'll be a wicket, or if we change the channel, there'll be a goal. So, like, we'll, we'll just change the channel if it's boring, come back to it, and there'll probably be a goal. It just happens every time like that. It's true. I, I think that was what happened in the Fulham game, wasn't it? This, I sort of I went to go out for a gig. Fulham were one all with Man United. It was kind of quite a tense game, and then Man United scored as I left. As I, t- I literally closed the laptop, yeah. popped Five Live on in my ears, um, which I'd be great on, by the way, BBC. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we should just dip into the Premier League a bit more because you guys like it and um, I look at it from a distance. I, I'm very impartial in the Premier League. I, I, football's the winner for me. Yeah. You're a Rovers fan, so it's just difficult. <laughs> you did that one on purpose. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> he knows how to push my buttons. <laughs> this is why what I've league are they in? Championship? Yes. Sorry, yes. <laughs> Bristol City are in the Championship and we are very... And Rovers are in the Championship as well. No, they're in League One. Oh. Yeah, poor things. Uh, All the way down there. Joey Barton's their manager. Is he actually? I didn't know that. Yeah. He just got yeah. He just had a, his court case and that didn't he? Not guilty and all that. So he's a piece of. Oh, we've shit. we've really <laughs> tapped fun game football. Isn't we've it? done a real tour of the court cases of football <laughs> in this podcast. I immediately tune out of the uh, the championship when we get promoted. Uh, I mean, it's only happened twice. Um, but yeah, first. No, you're always back down the next 20, year. That, <laughs> excuse me. Thank you very much. We had five years in the Premier League. Yeah, you're not quite um, Norwich. That's very funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 2015 we went up. I was like, I don't follow the championship anymore. And then this season we've gone up. Oh yeah, no idea what's happening down there. Well, the, the championship, it, it was weird for the championship this week because I think Charlton, I think uh, the League One, League One, another team in the championship. This is such a well-researched podcast. Mm, mm. Are the only team left in the Carabao Cup, apparently. No other team survived from the championship in the Carabao Cup. I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. They don't really put much into it in the same way the Premier League team Maybe don't really put much into one. it. It feels like League Maybe one. double check that stuff from me. It, it did, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, mate. It didn't, wasn't delivered with confidence. Uh, I've just headbutted the microphone. Because I thought it was Charlton, and so I'm thinking, is it League One? I'm thinking. Might be League One. But I think it's the Championship. Well, Charlton Athletic, they were. Uh, bit of a sort of. They're an entertaining side to watch this year. There's yeah. only one London club left in the Carabao Cup, I believe. Who's I that? To, I don't know. 
<laughs> I, mean, I think we found our advert for the podcast. <laughs> it might be Charlton. Good. It could be Charlton. It could it be. be. And they're the only one in League One that are left. <laughs> yeah. Okay, our facts sort of make sense there. Yeah, I feel like if we've managed to bodge a sort of stat out of that exchange, I'd be amazed. But we will mm. check that. Yeah. yeah, you enjoy checking that. If your keyboard works. No, my keyboard works. It's all gone to <laughs> shit now. That one worked. Good. <laughs> At least caps lock worked. <laughs> caps locks an A. I could just scream on my computer. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's 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 going to be an interesting tournament. I'm feeling um, I'm feeling weird about the World Cup, um, and it's not getting better. Do you know? I've, I thought mm. I'd sort of like sift out the noise of the horror of it all. But every single week, someone seems to say something stupid or offensive. Like it, it, it's so frustrating. I think what's going to happen is some. There's going to be people that go out there and purposely, not pur- then purposely is probably not the right word. They're going to be themselves, hmm. uh, and and I think, I think the Qataris are going to leave them to do it, and I think it's all going to be absolutely fine. That's hopefully how it will work out. Just for the people out there, I don't want them to feel that they're at risk or in danger. Each country sends their own police as well, don't they, to control their fans? Well, the Danish national team were going to were going to make statements about their kit. They didn't want to have any branding on. Yeah, so they got full black kits. Yeah, they're but, doing that. But yeah. they've been. I think there was there was something in the news today about them being reprimanded for that and met people being reprimanded for doing political statements. I hate that. I don't know about mm. you. I, I talk about this in my stand up, but I just hate being described as a political movement because i'm not i'm just a gay man who likes a bit of sex with a guy like i'm not a political movement i hate that people say this is like bringing politics into sport because it just isn't Mm -hmm. is it Mm -hmm. it's just people living their lives and then this uh this regime saying you draw the line like what sexually no no (laughs) (laughs) yeah where where do you what's the line (laughs) line? we don't don't want to go into that if you know if football's football and normal life is normal life and you want to keep them separate, then why do we take time off for the Queen's death? Why do we do minute silences? Why do we do all of that? I think, I think you a pick lot of and choose a... what you want to do sort of thing. It doesn't make sense to me. I think you just have to just... I, th- I think the one thing I think that's different about a lot of things is any form of prejudice should be talked about in sport because it's a thing that's stopping people from doing it. But then it's not political, right? It's not political. Cause yeah. it's just, like, in the same way that racism shouldn't be political. Yeah, shouldn't so be then this shouldn't be... Sexuality yeah, shouldn't yeah, be yeah, politicised. Yeah, yeah. We're talking like, about the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we agree. <laughs> we're, we're violently agreeing in yes. the same direction. That <laughs> Bristol <laughs> Rovers gorgeous. are amazing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't had all right. Run anyway. <laughs> I just think it's. In, I just find it, um, it. I just find it really. I just find it really frustrating that every think, single time you see it mentioned, it's just like, oh, just shut up, watch the sport, the sport, watch the sport. I, I don't. I think right. the Qataris will really just keep quiet and just police violence rather than anything to do with the LGBTQ plus community. Can England fans drink out there? Yeah, ninety-two yeah, pounds a next- pint. Yeah. yeah. So you're only allowed to go into the fan zones. Mm-hmm. You go into the fan zones uh, through specific hours, and you're allowed to drink. But the the biggest sports bar in Qatar, a pint is eighty pounds, ninety two dollars. Wow. My my concern is is England fans trying to do drugs or take drugs. I really worry for those guys because that 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 is big 
problem. I, I mean, yeah. the pint may be well, half the, it's probably half the cost of a London pint. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you do, dr- shut up. <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. I'm trying to bring it back. Because <laughs> you guys are diving it into the ground and I just have to rescue it. <laughs> But yeah, drugs there. I mean, that's like yeah. length no, of prison no. sentence and or death penalty. And you don't want to be in prison over there. No, God. No, 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 no. It's interesting that they are willing to break their drinking laws. It shows that this kind of set, this kind of narrative of um, you know you gotta respect their culture, respect their laws. Well, clearly, when there's money involved, that doesn't count at all. It's it's it's, all, it's quite a common thing though, that isn't it? Because there's a lot of Senegalese football players that came out saying they don't want to wear the r- the rainbow flag because it's against what they believe in, but they'll happily wear Bet Fred logos and stuff all over yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's selective. It's just I think it's based mm. on what makes them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I think it's it that it's as simple as that. Yeah, I think and it's, and, it's, and remember, Bet Fred are paying them a fuckload of money. Yeah, to be yeah. on there. So it, it's and money. the gays, to be fair, we don't pay them anything. No, no. No. I've always said that about the gays. Frugal. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, the, I mean, the French league block everything, don't they? Liverpool, when they were sponsored by Carlsberg, they had a separate shirt if they were playing in France. You're not allowed to have beer logos on your shirt in France. I didn't know that. So it's just empty. Yeah, oh, That's really interesting. It's a bit like in um, in F1, you can't have tobacco companies yeah. sponsoring. Because it used to be Marlborough, didn't it? Mm. They were the, they, they looked so cool. I know it's bad. And I just thought there's a... Well, they were the longest exception, weren't they? Yeah. When they banned all smoking adverts, they were still allowed in the F1 because Bernie Eccleston was... Bung in uh, Tony Blair's money. Well, you see, like you see, like the mission uh, winnow, the winnow mission. There's a logo on the Ferraris at the moment, which is actually Marlborough and a Marlborough-owned company, but mm. it's not Marlborough. So the, the cigarette companies are still branding on um, F1 cars through sort of sublim- subliminal uh-huh. brands that look like it. Apparently, that might just be a conspiracy theory, theory I read on the internet. Don't start about conspiracy theories, man. Well, that's good. That's the next <laughs> section of the podcast. No, we will have to wrap it up there. Yeah. Um, Cool. Thank you so much for coming on to the first ever Big Sport Pod. Did you enjoy yourselves? Loved yeah, it. Thank That's you. good fun, wasn't it? Um, and there'll be another one uh, next week. Uh, we have some wonderful guests um, coming up, um, including uh, and not excluding. Uh, we've got Hugh Davies coming up, which will be great. I'm excited because he's the, the least enthusiastic man on earth. So Is I can't he a sports wait fan? To, uh, yeah, he loves his football. He's a Fulham yeah. fan. Yeah. Okay. I like American football. Let me know when you do one of them. Uh, yeah. It'll be coming up on the big sport pod because we cover all sport, even the shit ones. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, okay. Thank you so much for coming on and thank you for listening and watching the big sport pod. Uh, we'll be back with you again next week. Thank you, love you, bye. Thank you so much for watching the first ever Big Sport Pod. If you do want to watch more of Andrew White and Raj Pujara, do follow them online. They are superb. They are touring all the time. They're doing loads of gigs. So do go and watch them. Also, Andrew White's um, a producer on Trusty Hogs. That's a fantastic podcast as well. Um, If you want to see more of me, I've got a uh, stand-up special that will be out very, very soon. In fact, in a couple of weeks. The date will be released on my Instagram. So follow me at Joseph Parsons Comedy comedy joseph parsons comedy um so do follow me on that and if you want to donate there is a ko-fi link in the bio of this podcast and or youtube clip so do um click on that and if you want to donate donate whatever you can afford um but apart from that have a wonderful safe enjoyable world cup journey it's a weird sign off but we're going with it uh, love you bye <laughs>